Kia ora, it's Strawn here from Commoners Communion. Welcome back to this week's mini-series, Praying Through This Moment, where we're kind of exploring how prayer shapes us and forms us and changes in this moment. It's really difficult when we're praying through crisis and going through things. This is the last episode of the week, and it's been a real pleasure to have you along with me. I just wanted to say before I start, as I mentioned last episode, I am doing a prayer course, an online prayer course at the moment, and you are welcome to join me. It is seven weeks in deepening divine communion, how we can pray, how we can change the ways that we're praying so that we can be prepared in moments like this to know God and to love others. And I know it's a hard moment. I know there's a lot going on, and I hope you hear my heart that I really desire for people to connect with God. This is not a promotional opportunity. It's not about advertising. But I do feel there is a call of the Spirit upon the church at the moment to reshape how we view communion with God so that we can be reshaped in how we love and commune with one another. So if you want to join me in that space, you can find more information at commonerscommunion.com or the show notes in this uh, podcast episode. Visit me on Instagram or, or find me and, and flick me an email. I'd love to have you along. Well, a few years ago, um, I was journaling away in my prayer time. It must have been about four or five years ago. And I was wrestling with how prayer changes so much from season to season. And I'd been experiencing a time with God where I had heard His voice constantly. And then all of a sudden, His voice seemed to disappear. And I don't know if you've had this experience. I feel like it can happen, especially in moments like this when the noise gets so loud. And I was like, Father, why is it that sometimes I can feel you and others I can't? I know that you're not changing your voice. You're always speaking. So what is it about you or what is it about me that's causing this blockage between us? And just after I asked, I, I saw this picture in my mind of a lake. And this lake was crystal clear, beautiful. It was just, you know, 10 feet deep and you could just see right to the bottom. And I felt God saying, this is me. This is your ability to see me, my presence in your life, my voice over your life. And then as I watched, I was throwing all of this stuff in there. It was Some of it was junk, some of it was food, some of it was technology, and it was just muddying up the water. It was hitting the bottom and the, the sediment was coming up and the, and the lake was getting muddier and muddier. And it was all the things in my life that I was um, listening to or doing, engaging it, that were keeping me rushed and busy. And I felt the Holy Spirit say to me, Strawn, this is the reason why sometimes you can hear me and sometimes you can't. I'm unchanging. I'm always clear and beautiful and waiting for you to dive in. But sometimes you put so much noise in your life that you clog up your ears and your heart and your soul from being able to see, hear, and recognize me. And it really shocked me, actually. It transformed the way that I saw prayer because I started to see every aspect of my life as prayer. Because if what I throw into that lake transforms my ability to engage with God, then the way that I spend every minute that I'm not praying deeply affects how I can sense, hear, and understand God when I am praying. And when it comes to praying through this moment, I think the noise is very, very loud. 
Sometimes when it comes to issues that are scary and confronting, social unrest, racial issues, racial injustice, and then you bring that into the Christian realm and you have a hundred different Christian voices saying a hundred different things about what's wrong or what's right, there's semantical arguments, there's all kinds of things, the noise level rises so much. And the temptation for us in a moment like this is to, is to reach for information, to try and wrap our heads around what's going on. So we pick up more social media, we read more news outlets, we're doing more research, we're doing more and more, we're acting, acting, acting. And in the process, we are filling our minds with so much noise that when we do sit, uh, take the moment to sit with God, He has to speak through all of this muddy water. And it's not that He's not speaking or He's not active or He's not bringing His peace and love and compassion. It's just that we are so overwhelmed by things, we are unable to receive it. Now, if anybody knows what this feels like, it's Jesus. You look at Jesus' life, there was so much noise. There was accusations. There was, um, you know, people trying to kill him. There was everywhere he went, people were trying to receive his healing. He was teaching. He was having meals. His ministry, when it began, became flooded with social noise. Yet, in Jesus' life, we see this constant withdrawing of Jesus into a place of simplicity and clarity with the Father. In Luke 4, we read that Jesus prepares for a big task by withdrawing. He goes into the wilderness for 40 days before his ministry starts. In Mark 6, he takes uh, the disciples and the apostles away and to recharge after hard work, after they've been going from town to town preaching the gospel. Come away with me for a little while and rest. In Matthew 14, when he hears about his cousin, John the Baptist, dying, his beheading, in his grief, Jesus withdraws to a place of prayer. Before he just chooses his disciples in Luke 6, Jesus goes up a mountain to pray. He prepares for an important decision by withdrawing into prayer for an entire night. Before his crucifixion, he goes into prayer alone again. And in Luke 5, we read Jesus constantly withdrew for prayer. Jesus' practice was to thin out the noise, to thin out all of the conversation and all the other voices, to spend enough time, sometimes a whole night or a whole day or days, just to sit with God and say, Father, what do you think about this? What is on your heart? What are you saying? Now, in Jesus' day, there was no Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. There was no news feed or you know, news live or YouTube news live. But there were voices, and I think in a lot of ways today, maybe clearing that water is having the bravery to say, yes, all of this stuff matters, it is good, I need to hear these voices, but if it is not balanced by withdrawing into my Father, by clearing just as much space in that water to be with God, then I'm not going to be able to see my way through this. I'm going to respond out of anger, out of frustration, out of a thinness, because my soul is shallow. And I think the temptation in this moment is to, when it comes to prayer, is to think of prayer as that thing we do after we've engaged already, rather than, and we want to to wade into the noise, into the rhetoric. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but if it's not balanced with a withdrawal, with a clearing of the air, with making sure that as much as we're engaging with those things, we're keeping tabs on our soul by creating even more space for solitude and quietness and openness to God we will become people reacting out of fear and anger. 
And I love what James says in James 1, 19. He says, My dear brothers and sisters, pay attention to what I say. Everyone should be slow to speak, quick to listen, and slow to become angry. Quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger. The only way to develop a life in which you are slow to speak and quick to listen is to create a rhythm of constant withdrawal into God. We are relearning to be quiet and to listen to God first. See, James is talking about a lifestyle where we don't just dive into every argument and conversation we can find. We wait, we withdraw like Jesus did. In all of those various moments of his life, we withdraw into God. Or like in my vision at the start of this episode, and when I told the story about God being a, a pool of water that needs to be remained clear. We take out the social media. We take out the Netflix. We take out the, the vitriolic conversations with others. And we create space and silence for God. And so praying through this moment is just as much about what we don't do as what we do. It's just as much about taking, beginning a lifestyle where we balance all of the information, all of the social conversation, all of the intensity that we're experiencing in the world. We put it down and we withdraw into God. It's about creating space in the morning and the evening to stop and reflect. It's about keeping tabs on our consumption. That recognizing that how much we consume and the way that we consume directly affects our prayer life. And if Jesus needed to retreat in times of grief, if Jesus needed to turn off his phone, push back from culture a little bit and just be alone to hear from his father, then we are no different. I am all about engaging in social conversations, staying informed. But that cannot come at the cost of allowing God to be the first responder to the grief, to the confusion, to the numbness, and to the busyness of our soul. And so I just want to finish in a prayer this morning, just giving that space to God and and inviting Him to come and make that space in our lives. And I feel like as we finish this week's mini-series, we can just press off from here a little bit with all of this groaning of the Spirit, of the listening, of the allowing ourselves to be wounded. And we continue into that space by looking honestly at our lives and asking the question, where is my withdrawal? Where are my moments of receding into God? And how do I institutionalize that in my life from here on in? So wherever you are, breathe, take a moment to pray. I just want to pray for you and bless you as you go along your way. Jesus, we recognize that you and all of your strength and wisdom and knowledge and experience still needed to retreat to God. You needed to retreat from the noise. And Father, sometimes we are so bad at following the example of your Son. Sometimes we reach for conversation, we're quick to speak and slow to listen, quick to anger, slow to patience and love because we have filled our life with so much noise. So God, we acknowledge that before you now and ask you to heal it, for your grace to fill it, and for you to give us the wisdom to know how to begin to clear the water of our life, to hear your voice more clearly.
Holy Spirit, come. Illuminate yourself to us. We love you. Teach us how to pray. In Jesus' name. Amen.